Hello and welcome to Talk Time. I'm your host, Tina Besley, and we are with our co-host, Sarah Villafanye. Hello. And today we're talking about angels, spirit guides, and the spirits who have passed away or our loved ones who passed away. And um, like about them, like what about them, who they are, and things like how to connect with them to a point, <laughs> and some other things in regards to that topic. We've been getting some feedback from you guys asking uh, about the difference, so we're here today to share it with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, to answer one of the questions, yes, there's a difference between angels, spirit guides, and spirits of our deceased loved ones. So... To start off, I'm trying to think of which one would be different. Um, Like, which one do I want to start off with? So I'll explain spirit guides first. And I'm only giving you the information that I've been told from my mother, but what I've also learned on my own and how it's been confirmed. So a spirit guide is a person who once lived a human experience. So they were a human at some time. They pass away or transcend, you know, to the other side. They go to heaven, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And what happens is when we're in heaven, we could have different jobs. Okay. So they choose to guide a person who who is living a Mm. human experience. Yeah, I've heard that. And so what happens is, um, like, because some people believe in reincarnation and all like that. So this spirit would decide, okay, listen, I'm not going to earth this time. I'm going to stay up here a little bit longer. Yeah. And they usually pick somebody who's very similar to them or they um, need to learn an experience Mm -hmm. but not have to be here physically. And they guide us from that heavenly realm Mm -hmm. to say. Okay. So you have one main guide who is your, um, my mother called him your joy guide or your main spirit guide. And that guide is with you from, I would say, right before conception to conception period. Okay. All the way until you transcend and do your life review in heaven. Oh, wow. So that one guide is always with you. So sometimes Mm -hmm. as a little kid, uh, kids might have that invisible friend yeah. or something like that, uh, like that person that they would talk to mm-hmm. or kind of hear. Some kids have that, some don't, but that that's usually their joy guide or their main spirit guide. Okay, yeah. Um, but throughout your life, you get other ones. So a spirit guide who may help you learn how to walk or tie your shoes or learn arithmetic mm is going to be different than a spirit guide who's helping you decide how to buy a house. (laughs) You're like, okay, I'll guide you on this journey. So they have different, it could get really deep. So I'm trying to do a fast synopsis of it. So it's everything from healing, protective guide, um, uh, other teachers, uh, all different types of uh, variances. It could be. So um, there could be creative guides. Yeah. And they all come up. They're all different types of energies or beings that have once have been here. Mm-hmm. And their job is to assist you on your journey. So, for instance, I have a protector guide that I found out through channeling. Mm. 
um, was a part of a past life I had. Oh, I, wow. I do believe in reincarnation. Same, yeah. And so in that past life, that spirit was a big role in my life. Wow. And in this life, how he is, is he's my protector. Cool. Um, some people say the protector guides do change. Um, he didn't come into my life that I knew of because I had a different one before that. Mm. Um, until about 2009, 2010. Okay. Um, he, I would say it was 2009, um, because he made a great appearance. I was going to ask, like, so you, can you feel it's like an energy shift or something or just a new presence around? It's like for, for like with me, I actually got to see his face, but there was things leaning. Sometimes in your own life, you can actually sit back and you can end up, um, noticing where there's like a discord in your life or mm. things are like shifting, like almost something yeah. really not like it, it's there's different senses. So when I know I'm having, I'm trying to start with square one. When mm. I know or suspect there's a new guide, sometimes we're in a muck, we're in a little stagnation um, or things are really heated. So okay. there's like one of those two variances. Right. But it seems almost like a little chaotic. Mm, okay. And it could be like now. Yeah. And so what's happening is during that time, it's like, I jokingly say, it's like the changing of the guards. Yeah. So <laughs> one doesn't like drop you and like, right. okay, you don't have us, you know, this protector guide for a month because we're waiting for somebody else to come in. Yeah. It's usually they, they swap mm-hmm. out and it's, you know, Just like depending on what you, you're needing. Right. That makes sense. So like, you know how you're opening up your business and yeah. working with that. Yeah. So you'll have a guide who's coming in. Could have started coming in in like January or December. Mm, yeah. And you might have felt some shifts. But what happens is you start seeing their presence more and more right. as you go. So now if you actually think for yourself personally, mm-hmm. back to those times, like what was going on? Maybe even November, December, January. Yeah. And it's like, holy crap, I was going through this. And that makes sense because I felt a bit of a shift within me. Mm-hmm. And I was really trying to pinpoint things. And I yeah. wanted to speak. And then all of a sudden I had that kick in the butt. Right. And that's usually where they come in. Okay. It's like that's when they're fully working. It's Think about if you're training somebody to take your position and you're going into another role. Yep. You're going to work with them. And I think sometimes that's what they do. That's a good analogy. Yeah. So I I feel like like they change in that that context. Can they just up and leave? Yeah. If that was their purpose, then they will. Just like a loved one who passed away will just up and leave. Mm -hmm. But for the most part... There's, there has to be a, some sort of shift. Yeah. Like if you quit a job, you know, um, resign or you're just sh- being promoted. Yeah. You know, there's that transition time. Like, okay, here's my two-week notice, mm-hmm. you know. Right. They're preparing to, to maybe replace someone uh, right. for your job. And you're preparing to get ready to be around new energies mm-hmm. or whatever that may be. So. Right. So, and that's why you feel that shift of... Um, whether it's uncertainty or hyperness, because I've seen it come up with me in a bunch of different ways. And it's like, okay, I got a new guide. Like, who are you? <laughs> now, um, the best way, so one of the things, I'll go by a question that I've been asked a lot. Yeah. Uh, can your spirit guide be a loved one from this life who passed away? Mm. As of right now, for 30 years, or I should say over 30 years, because I would say almost my whole life. So for a very long time, no. I have not, throughout all this time doing this professionally, 
with other people as well as with myself mm -hmm. and my family. Now I have not seen that a loved one from this life. Right. So Uncle Bob isn't going to die and yeah. become your spirit guide of how yeah. to, you know, do beer, uh, beer, beer bong or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. no. Right. Um, I haven't seen it. If spirit ever wants to, and I've always opened it, like, show me that. Totally. But I have seen where uh, loved ones from a past life. Yes. Have. Uh, like come into their life because they didn't need to be born into this time period, but right. they still needed to learn some stuff with you. Yeah. So they became a spirit guide. Yeah. So I hope I said that a bit clear. Yeah, that makes sense to me. And I mean, I, I know that I have one that a couple of people have picked up on that's a, a female. Um, and I think I've been told, you might have even told me as well, that uh, uh, she, she definitely is not from this time, but she was from a past life as well. So I thought that was interesting, too. And I've met several other people who, as well, when they talk about their guides, um, they know that it's someone from their past life. So that's very interesting. Yeah, it's, it is um, pretty cool. Um, now, so... The, like I said, those come and go as needed. Right. Um, could there be more than one of the spirit guides with you when you transcend, when you go to heaven, when you pass away? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there could be. Um, because most likely you're working on more than one thing at a time. But that main spirit guide or joy guide, as yeah. my mom calls it, is the one who's definitely there. It's It's the person... Or the, well, the energy that you're most comfortable with. Mm. So that one can seem so similar to you. Okay. So yeah. whether it's a boy or a girl, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of variations. Like my main spirit guide is very sarcastic. Yeah. Has a dry personality. You know, she's bossy. Uh-huh. And so. if she tells me no, I will sit and you know, personally. <laughs> yeah. I will sit there and argue with her. <laughs> Um, and I do it out loud. So <laughs> it's just like, no, but that doesn't make sense. But really does. And I will sit there because I hear what she's saying. And it's like, I will disagree with her. Now, so speaking on that, as far as like developing a relationship, like in an awareness of your guides, like um, uh, this is something I'm still struggling with of kind of like, I, I don't know my guide's name yet. I kind of call her my auntie because um, that's the energy she she brings and, and, and one that I connect with most. I just always thought ants were the funnest people ever. And, <laughs> I um, and uh, she usually, if I do tune in and really concentrate, I like, can usually meet her in my mind in a, a big fancy tea room we both enjoy tea very much <laughs> um and I used to be a part of a little seance coven and I learned how to channel her a little bit and just kind of learn to kind of ask questions about what she liked and I did that a little bit through automatic writing of kind of like you know uh, I know you like tea what kind of tea is your favorite <laughs> and I, I and it was literally just there sitting and kind of just waiting to see what would come to my mind and I got a uh, black tea with roses um, and so it's something like that how do you when you were first kind of becoming aware of that you had spirit guides and what spirit guides were how did you start developing a relationship with them well when I was very small I talked to this one guide and I didn't know it was a guide. I just thought okay. it was an imaginary friend. Okay. I just thought it was a friend, actually, um, that I could see. Mm. Yes, I had a different life than other kids, but my mother didn't make anything of it. Yeah. And then when I got a little bit older, 
I was like a teenager, um, my mother had said, she was talking about her spirit guide, mm. her main one to me one day. And I was like, well, one day I want to know what mine is. Yeah. And it was myself, my mother, and my cousin, my great aunt's daughter. And we were sitting there and my mother goes, well, and because this is public, I won't say my main spirit guide's name, but she has a very unique name mm. that nobody could even guess could even guess <laughs> at all that's cool and, and um so my mother had said the name of her guide which i heard her you know her her spirit guide's name was stephanie snowbell oh, being my mother's cute. deceased i'll share it because yeah. stephanie went to wherever now <laughs> but um and my mother actually had a picture of her because she found a picture at an antique store of what wow. looked almost like She's like, this is Stephanie. Oh, my God. Um, so it was interesting. But my mother had told me that the playmate I've been playing with, my imaginary air quote friend, mm -hmm. is my spirit guide. Okay. Well, my cousin got so mad because she used to play house with me and my spirit guide, even though she could never see her. Okay. And now it was just taken away from her. I'm like, we haven't played, like, you're 16. Yeah. And I'm like 14 years old we haven't played house yeah. in years and you're pissed off like why <laughs> you know you have a job smoke yeah. cigarettes and have a boyfriend and you're pissed off that my spirit guide is not yours oh my so it was gosh. like so funny but no my guide wasn't and so it was interesting and i just left it alone because my mom said it because if my mother said it, it must be true however right well many moons later when i was with my ex-husband um we were supposed to move to florida his mother took me to one reader who said um, that I need to not, that I should go make sure I leave right away or something bad would happen. Mm -mm. Well, my mother didn't trust because the person did practice Santeria. My mother didn't trust that. My mother goes, I have somebody I want you to see. Mm -hmm. So I went to this woman. My mother never had a reading by this person or really know this person in that sense. I think she went to one or two meditations but the woman didn't know who I was right okay and I had a totally different name than my mother so when my mother made the appointment you know it wasn't like cell phones now this was yeah. over a regular phone the person didn't have a phone number like that and she just gave my number okay so I go to this this woman's house and I'm sitting there and she goes telling me about something about my marriage and then she goes don't tell me you're moving to Florida and she goes, whatever you do, do not move. You'll be stranded there. You'll go through this. Your husband's going to commit adultery. Oh, wow. Whatever you do, don't go. You and your baby will be stuck, wow. which I had a baby. Yeah. And so then she goes, and do you actually communicate with your spirit guides, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes. And she goes, well, this is your spirit guide's name. Nobody on God's green earth would have ever said right. that name. Wow. And I had it in a recording for years. Wow. And I was like so dumbfounded. I'm like, who the F told you that <laughs> yeah. name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was. goes, that's, your, that's really your guy's name? And just her innocence of her face. And she was an older woman. Right. I knew by her expression, nobody ever said anything. And yeah. I was like, and I was like, well, that's cool. Um, I personally don't like to tell clients their spirit guide's name unless their spirit guide is very direct. Like, okay. tell them my name. Especially your main guide, I always like my clients to 
um, learn and connect with them. I feel it's it's almost sacred. Mm, That's why okay. I won't publicly uh, announce it on the podcast. Yeah. Mine. Yeah. Um, is it your guardian angel? No. Right. It right. was a human who lived a human experience, who is a spirit, that their job up there yeah. is to assist you on your journey. Right. Yeah. Um, I tell people, sit back and be quiet. Just try to let your monkey brain go mm. and say, okay, I want you to show me what's your name. Okay. And it will pop up. Yeah. It sometimes takes a while. But the thing is, sometimes people don't like the names. Like my dad's guide's name, first of all, my dad hated his spirit guide, what it resembled, because it was a two-year-old little blonde boy. Even though my mother said it fit him perfectly, because yeah. sometimes he acted like a right, two-year-old. Right, He's like, but, why I got a child for my spirit guide? But his was, and I remember the day my dad found out his spirit guide's name, He and because he's like, why do I have Joshua? Like, why Joshua? And we were cracking up, and so he and in my mother's van, uh, she had my a pair of my son's baby shoes tied in like three knots, so it hung. Yeah, his first pair of shoes. So we're sitting in the car after because they picked me up after that reading, and I was um, telling them what had happened. And my father's sitting there. He goes, I still don't understand why the hell is his name Joshua? Because they went by the Hudson River, and he. Why I'm getting a reading, they figured this out. Oh, wow. So he's complaining. He goes, oh, yeah, what great symbol are you showing me, Joshua? The baby shoes untied and Ooh. fell. But he goes, holy shit, his name is Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> and we started, my mother and I started to laugh, but, like, we look like that's crazy. Right, right. There's no way that came undone. Mm-mm. So weird stuff happens. I mean, maybe because it's us. Yeah. But it was just like my dad was spooked. Like if he could have jumped out of the car. That is he awesome. Would have. But it was so funny. Like I love seeing my dad that right. vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? right? That's, that's but, amazing. Um, but I usually tell people to sit there and ask. Like okay. you get auntie. Maybe that is you know, her actual name. Yeah. You yeah. Know, you can okay. ask her, right. you know, if you're comfortable, like I've told clients, if there's a name that you're comfortable with and you didn't want to use that, then call her that. They'll correct you. Okay. Yeah. If they don't like it. Okay. Cause I've gotten flustered with a couple of mine in the past. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm calling you Bob. Right. Because by default, I like using the word Bob or Fred, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. or Bill. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you want to be ordinary? Here you go. And usually because think about it. Well, me, um, an outspoken person in most sense, they're going to have to have some sort of, you know, similarity to me. In some sort of way, they have to have a connection with me in order to be assisting me. Mm -hmm. Even if they're a calm person, somehow there has to be a similarity. Yeah. That attraction. Yeah. And so when they come through, it's like they'll end up telling me, okay, you were wrong. Stop calling me that. (laughs) You know, this is the name and they'll show you. But if you ask them and all of a sudden you're sitting there and you wake up and you're at the beach and here's a thing that says Stephanie, (laughs) you know, an airplane in the air. I guess that's the name. You know what I mean? So that's one of the things that I would really recommend. I always love when people do it themselves because that's that's when it could be wolf. Who knows? You could have. Uh, a guy there who's bald and all of a sudden oh, his name is wolf okay well i'm gonna call you wolf yeah they'll correct you 
it's as you start to trust mm-hmm. because even though it's weird, yeah, like maybe his name is Jubabwe or something like, what the hell? What right. is that name? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I'm calling you. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. They'll eventually change it. I, I was like, I, I think that's, uh, again, just kind of trusting that, you know, as you talk to them and then trusting your own self of like, well, this is what I heard. Because I have a mermaid spirit guy too that, uh, um, uh, her name's Angela. And I just thought that was so silly <laughs> for some reason when it came out because I was just like, mermaids are ancient and cool and like, Angela? That just seemed like a normal name to me. I know some Angelas and I was just like, that's cool. What? Angela? <laughs> so, but she's supposed to be like a sister in a past life and all this kind of stuff. But it, it did take some time just like sitting there and just writing down what came to your, your mind first. And you have to trust it. Yeah. You know, my guide is now she's younger than me at least her looks wise are and i'm older so it's kind of funny yeah but for you know it, it's interesting because they don't she, age <laughs> well right? she hasn't chose to yeah, i think she right. just does it to be a bit spiteful <laughs> but um otherwise she'd be up there mm-hmm. but um it's just interesting like some people are like can i have a gargoyle can i have a bear mm. can i have a I always put like you have an elemental, so yeah. I put it as like an elemental, yeah, spirit guy. I feel like that's what my mermaid would be right. more categorized yeah. as. Because I just the thing is the best way to describe a regular person. Mm-hmm. So you have a regular person. That person has spirit guides, which are humans who passed away, whose journey is to observe, okay. like help people. Right. Then you have, you can have elementals, you mm-hmm. can have animal guides. Yeah. Some people call them animal totems. Right. Um, some people believe in saints. Yeah. You have right. angels, you have archangels, and you have deceased loved ones. Yeah. Now, some people will put their deceased loved ones as, oh, well, my archangel is, or my main angel, my guardian angel, because that's a, even another topic, a guardian right. angel. That's my Aunt Susie. And then I'll tell them, no, yeah Aunt Susie can't be your guardian angel. Right. And now I'll get onto angels. Angels never, for the, all the time I've been alive, so for 50 years, angels, as far as I've been told, as far as I've channeled, and as far as karmically, I feel I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Angels have not lived a human experience. Right. That's what I was going to say is like they're they're not human in any way. They are a, a, an angelic being mm-hmm. who have very specific jobs that they're yeah. supposed to carry out. Yeah. And so even though like people have heard of angels walking among us and like that, they can technically make them themselves be seen to us as a physical form. Mm -hmm. Like I have heard stories of people literally seeing what portrayed as an angel. I've also known where an angel just was like a transmedium into somebody where made somebody look Mm. angelic. Right. Okay. So I mean, it gets very deep, but honestly, your aunt Susie is not your guardian angel. Yeah. You know, and I've heard, Oh, well, my mother, I'm sorry if anybody was going to be a spirit guide for me, it would be my mother, but she's not. Yeah. She's my mother on the other side. It's like your creator is giving you so many beings out there to assist you on your journey. Why are you limiting yourself to just your family? Yeah. The thing is we don't know about them for one. 
for two, a lot of times we don't utilize them. Mm -hmm. I was just corrected this weekend by a spirit of somebody who I know who told me during a, a session, I had to start using the uh, animal medicine, the animal beings that I'm familiar with that are on the other side for me. And it's like, damn it, That's why did cool. I forget about that? <laughs> so I do forget about those tools sometimes yeah. and go to my regulars, right? you know, cause you're comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. So how do you get to know? Meditate and ask, okay. meditate and ask. You can even say, hey, so I know I have a woodpecker over there that's my guide. What the hell is your name, Woody? <laughs> you yeah. know, or whatever else. Yeah. Okay, Philip, you're my guide. I don't, what's your job? Right. And see if they tell you. They might even show you in a dream. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so, I, I mean, for, and some people don't like them, but one of, one of my totem animals for a while was a possum. Oh, cool. And so <laughs> it was just like, and people are like, they're ugly. I'm like, so? But they're very smart, too. I, I said, but... <laughs> That's what I had there. The other I had was a platypus duck. That's why I have a stuffed animal yeah. uh, of it. And that one hasn't left. I don't know the possum hasn't either. Hmm. But um, <laughs> it's like they'll just come up, but I'll keep on seeing them in variations. Hmm. So sometimes, you know how people see 1-1-1-2-2-2-3-3-3-11-11? That's like your angel number in a yeah, sense. Right. Yeah, right. So the thing is, sometimes animals will show you repetitiveness or they're redundant. Okay. Maybe... They'll come in a dream. Maybe you'll see them on TV. In a book, you'll read about them. Somebody will talk about them. You'll see them on TikTok. Yeah. You'll see them out in the wild, whatever. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, it just keeps on honing in on you. Like right. maybe it's a hummingbird or a lizard. There's a reason why it's not just has to be a sign from a loved one. Sometimes right. they're part of your totem. Yeah, yeah. So, and if there's a real connection, it's like, oh, what do I do? The one thing I do when it's an animal... I get out, I have, a, it's a book called Animal Speaks. Okay. Oh, yes, I am familiar with that one. That one is a really good one if you are wanting to get into this kind of stuff. And that's by Ted Andrews. And that's the one that, like, if I have birds or like that, if I don't feel it's connected to a loved one, yeah. I quit going there and it's like, and I have the book in my hand, but um, I will look for that confirmation cool. as to, oh, okay, this is why that animal's around yeah and i'm like okay and i mean doing what i do i could sense is it a sign or is it mine mm -hmm. if you know yourself as you work and meditate and get to know yourself it's it's like you know how you could see my dog yeah like when you come visit and you see cooper you don't have that bond of he's your dog, right? right? right. But when you see Royal, yeah, you have that bond. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's the bond, like with your totem animals or your guides. And it's like I know a spirit's there, but you know, dragonflies are are that for me. That's something that like I've always loved dragonflies. They're the closest animal I think you can get to a fairy, mm -hmm. in a sense. And um, dragonflies and ladybugs. Ladybugs have been showing up lately to just remind me that. It just always reminds me that I'm a lucky girl. Like, just, hey, you're really lucky. Like, you're really blessed. Like, just, just remember that. And so I'll, I'll usually find them in moments where I just need to be reminded of that. Um, and I, I've loved looking up, like, when you start to become in awareness of the spirit realm and everything, like, you know, everything does become 
you know, a sign in some way that, that nature is talking to you, the universe and creator is talking to you wherever you're looking and wherever you are. So mm -hmm. there's there's always something to take notice of no matter where you are. And animals was one of the easiest ones, I think, mm -hmm. that you can start to connect to some of these signs and symbols is going, what animals are you seeing every day? What bird, what kind of birds are, are catching your attention every day? And then you, if you sit there and say you were thinking of, like for me, say we were sitting here chilling out and all of a sudden a robin came to the window and I've had this in my old store um, where it would knock on the window oh wow <laughs> that to me is a sign for my mom my mother mm. loved robins yeah and so like she'll show me like and I know how the robin it's not just because I see a group of them eating worms yeah it's you know I had one that used to every day at a certain time would come knock on the door wow right before it was my lunchtime with the first store I opened. Oh, wow. And it did it for like three weeks. Well, this one day, a shaman was at my store, and we were talking, well, a medicine man yeah, from yeah. a local tribe where the shop was. Cool. And he had said, your mother's trying to feed you. Ah. And I'm like, what? He go And he didn't know I resonated with that with my mom. Yeah. And he had said, well, a robin bringing you a worm. And I said, it didn't bring me a worm. He goes, open up your door. <laughs> And there was a dehydrated dead worm <laughs> right in front of my door. And here he goes, I'm telling you, your mother's trying to feed you. That's a symbol. Mm -hmm. He goes, I didn't take it as the symbol of the bird as your totem. I took it as that, yeah. is, that was your mom saying, here, don't worry about starting your business. Right. We're taking care of you. We're feeding you. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. So I was like, shit, yeah. That <laughs> right. is a sign from my mom, yeah. you know, confirmation again to me, That's even cool. though I do this. It was another confirmation. Yeah. So, you know, I do question those things. Like, so just because it's like, what's the difference between your totem compared to a relative showing a sign? Yeah. You have the biggest thing with any of this is trust mm -hmm. or faith. Yeah. Yeah. And if you go with that sequence, that's what ends up happening. It's like, you know, um, when I don't think I told you guys this story, but when we moved down here, I know I told you when we moved here from New York, my um, I forgot to ask my mom what was the sign, not the sign before a sign if it was okay to move to North Carolina. Yeah, I never asked, and about a half mile and half mile half an hour into North Carolina, I was in the left lane speeding, and. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and this was a few years ago, so I can't get a ticket. And so there was a Pepsi truck that was passing me on the right. Now, I was already going probably like 75. Okay. And it was probably only 70 or 65, the thing. but Clearly going very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I'm going fast. And here's this Pepsi truck, you know, that goes to the store to deliver. Yeah, and like that. big truck. Right, big truck passing me on the right, which I probably should have moved over, but I never saw him behind me. Mm. Nobody else was around. And he passed me on the right, and it said, you're at home in North Carolina. Oh, no, um, yeah, it said, you're at home in North Carolina with Pepsi. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I couldn't get my phone because I'm trying to drive fast enough to yeah. try to take a picture. It was one of those damn it moments. Right. So I was like, isn't that funny? So I told my husband, he goes, well, Pepsi was created in North Carolina. I said, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. 
and that was my mother's favorite beverage when I was younger. Oh. And I affiliate, you know, her with pet, even though she didn't and drink it And you had just me. moved to North Carolina. Literally, we were, he was driving wow. the U-Haul truck, and I'm driving the other truck, and this is what Zoom passed That's me. a cool sign. So... <laughs> After that, if you look around as you drive around town and like that, yeah. you'll see it says Pepsi born in North Carolina. Okay, yeah, yeah. Only once in a blue moon will I ever see a truck that says cool. you're at home with Pepsi in North Carolina. Yeah. And it's very rare. That's super And one day I'll take a picture of it. But yeah. It's so very it, rare. you were like, that. that's too much of a coincidence. Like. Yeah, like I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. And to me, that was really my mom. And that's how I felt. But I didn't care that Jerry didn't feel that. Yeah. I didn't care if anybody else did. I did. And yeah. so it's that conviction mm -hmm. that you have to have. It's like, oh, you know, like you could be in the middle of the grocery store picking up blueberry muffins in it and remind you of your great grandmother. Right. Okay. So even though she wouldn't normally remind you of a blueberry muffin, at that moment, that energy is showing you it's around. Yeah. So it's like, okay, thank you, Grandma. Or whoever, right. you know, and that's what I tell, the best way to get spirit to communicate with you besides the trust part is I always thank them. Even okay. if I go to second guess it, yeah, I still say thank you because okay. that, you know, thank you for the message. I think it's from one of you yeah. or I don't know who the hell sent that, but thank you. Yeah. And I will say that because some things do seem like a message, but you know, when you can't define it, it's right. like, oh, I know that's a sign. I don't know what, Yeah, but it's something and just I'm like, giving okay. that acknowledgement of like, I'm not sure what it is, but I had enough of awareness to go, there's something, I'm just not quite sure, but thank you. Because uh, sometimes it is a simple hi, yeah. or you're being supported, I'm sending you love, no, you're not alone, right. you know, cheer up, it could be a bunch of things, Yeah. you know, and an age old question, they could communicate with you before they leave their body, so sometimes mm -hmm. if people are in a coma, Alzheimer's, any of that, yeah. they could, their energies can show you signs ahead of time. Right. And people think you have to be deceased. One of the things I was told, do you know they're supposed to be dead uh, a year and a day? I said, wow, I was never told that. I guess I should tell all the ones that I already spoke to that they're not supposed to be talking to me yet. <laughs> because I don't believe that. Spirit can, the spirit of your loved ones who passed away can communicate yeah. before they pass, let alone after they pass. Mm. There's no time limit. That's just my belief. Now, yeah. other mediums have their own beliefs. I call them restrictions. Like, yeah. I actually don't like names because the different mediums I've been to throughout my life, except for the one I mentioned, mm -hmm. I didn't agree with the names that they said because to me they were common names. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, everybody has a Marion or family. Right, right. You know, it almost every... seemed too easy to guess. Yeah, like, oh, there's an M in your family, um, like Mary. <laughs> um, well, let's see, you think I'm Italian, so right, yeah. Right. Or I'm Irish or something. Like, you could tell at that time I was Catholic or something. I don't know. So, yeah, you'd pick, like, it doesn't impress me names. Yeah. I like to describe the people because I feel that's more intimate. Right. Um, or tell you the role, but that's me. So I'm not saying that somebody else is wrong. It's their, in their own perception. Mm -hmm. What I, the information I'm sharing with everybody and discussing with you, is 
my perception, yeah. my 50 years of experience. Right. Yeah, I think that's so. quite a bit of experience. <laughs> so. But bringing it back to angels, the, you know, uh, spirit guides uh, can, can you know, that that's humans uh, who have passed. Uh, and then we talked a little bit about animals. That That's a little bit tangible in our minds. But angels, that is not so tangible. And there's so many different descriptions of of and ideas from Hollywood of what angels look like, or mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you really study the scriptures, angels sound terrifying. They have like tons of <laughs> eyes and like they've got moving parts and things like that. So, what is that like to understand? So, we've established, you know, yes, that spirit guides are, are ones from your past life, possibly not from your current life. Um, and, and then we've got animal totems, and then we're going to talk about, um, uh, actual past loved ones, but angels just is hard to pinpoint. Like, what are they? What are their jobs? How how do we connect with them? In my upbringing, my religious upbringing, it almost was like you don't talk to angels. They're just there and existent, and you talk to God. But from now, what I'm understanding is they they are just one part of what God is, and and they're totally there to be utilized mm-hmm. and talk to and and have a connection with as well with i i view a regular person as a construction site and all the workers and you know that you could see like if you drive past a construction site you mm-hmm. see all those workers and a couple of them are working and on the average no offense to construction workers but on the average, some of them are just standing there bullshitting yep. or talking about <laughs> yeah. whatever they're planning right. or lunch, you know. And and there's maybe we'll say we're at a site that there's like 20 people. Okay. We don't utilize all the energies around us that are in spirit because the average person does not realize yeah. they're all there. Right. So if you count all your loved ones, like you were saying, your spirit guides, which... You might have known, might not have known, however, in a past mm-hmm. life. Then you have the animals for some people who believe in saints. You have them. Yeah. And then you have the angels. Now, there's different <laughs> sections of angels. Right. You have from cherub. Then you have mm-hmm. guardian angel. You have archangel. And you have angels. Yeah. And there's probably one or two that I'm not thinking of, but just off the top of my head. Yeah. There's those four. Right. Guardian angels are, well, let's start with archangels. Archangels are the highest of the high in role. That doesn't mean they're higher than us because all energies, all energies, God has created equal. Yes. Or source or Buddha, Jehovah Jireh, whatever Mm -hmm. you call your creator. Yeah. Every energy is equal. It's just that guardian angels are like the mom of a family yeah. or the dad, mm. you know, um, when I, archangels, I have to make sure I say that and not guardian because I keep on wanting to talk about guardians first for some reason. <laughs> but anyway, so archangels in their aspect, archangels, there's different roles. So on the average, people are going to talk to Archangel Michael. Right. Yeah. He's oh, like he's a protector. <laughs> he has so many other qualifications other than just being your protector. Mm. But it's like, that's okay. Utilize him for that. Yeah. I think he's overworked sometimes, even though you can't overwork him. But right. people 
Archangel's my my main angel. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I like Archangel Seraphin. I like Archangel Josephine. I like Archangel because there is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I say her name wrong. Um, but then um, I like Metatron. Yeah. Archangel Metatron is for movement and stuff like that. I like that. Raphael. <laughs> Raphael's amazing with yeah. healing. But they don't have to be that. Like, I might see, like, whenever, like you said, Raphael, I automatically see a green light. Yes, that's how he comes through for And me some too. people have seen pink yeah. or orange or yellow, and they're like, but that's, I read in such as, I've read in Doreen Virtue's book yeah. that it's, no, that's her perception. Yes. How do you see it? Now, when I see an angel, people, one of the questions people ask is, uh, do they have wings? I guess they kind of could have. I actually think... I believe it's the reflection of light mm. that echoes behind them. Oh, that's an interesting so thought. Yeah. It's just how could they have them? Right. They could. Like, I've literally seen archangels with wings. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they just did it because of my human mind. Right. But when I've talked to them as energy, um, they usually, sometimes I could see uh, a form of their, like, a, like of a human face. Yeah. Um, once in a while they show as male, once in a while they show as female. I haven't mm-hmm. seen Archangel Michael as a female yet, Yeah. but, uh, Raphael, I did see also mm. in a female form, mm-hmm. but, um, and Uriel, well, a bunch of them. Anyway, um, sometimes they'll show me a structure of their face and what, like, almost like they're in a robe, but behind yeah. them, just how the beautiful golden white light shows, mm you assume their wings okay yeah that makes sense are they i haven't touched them yeah right. i don't know <laughs> but you could speculate that yeah and that's why when people say oh i saw my dad in a dream and he has his wings yeah it's because you're seeing that beautiful light behind them mm-hmm. that's just my opinion yeah yeah i could be wrong for somebody else right. but it's to me it's the light that's shining yeah um so that's that part but you can have just so just because your best friend has Michael or Raphael or Uriel or any of the other ones doesn't mean you can't. Mm-hmm. There's enough of them to go around. Yeah. Our energy is infinite. Okay. So then you have regular angels, which they do different things from everything from nursing to listening to prayers and all like that. Mm. And you could just call upon one, yeah. you know, and you could sit there. Maybe you hear a name if you need to. Now, Guardian angels could be a bit tricky because a lot of people, like I was saying earlier, people think, oh, well, that's my great-grandmother watching over me since I was born because she died a week before I I was born or whatever the case. Right, right. No. I can't even say it a different way. Yeah. I have never been able to contradict that. Any angel, it's no, was not human. They yeah. don't know what it is to be hungry. They don't know what it is to have to go pee. They don't know what it is right. to have pain. And there is that kind of commercialized like saying of like, oh, heaven just gained another angel when someone right. passes away. So it's very common in the you know on a surfacey level of people just saying these things. But when you start to study the these spiritual you know aspects and stuff, it's really important to understand. That I know it sounds beautiful and thing to say that, but it's actually not correct. <laughs> no, it's not. Or they or they're the interesting thing is people when I tune into an angel, they have a constant love. Mm. Now people just think of that as happy go lucky, they're sitting there with a harp or a right. violin and everything is like we're just dancing and yeah. happy and gay and all like that. Right. You know what I mean? Um 
it's they have a vibration they don't know that anger part mm. they don't have it, it's just like so when you have that emotion and they're consoling you yeah they're giving you a love so when somebody says, oh i feel like there's an angel around consoling they're giving you extra love yeah you know, they're not pissed off at you because you said something. So I like to say they're not emotional. Hmm. And some people are like, that I've heard when I've done talks, like, Tina, that's mean to say an angel's not emotional. No, they're not. They're not going to cry because you're crying. Just because exactly. there's a statue of an angel, you know, in sorrow, right. or there is an angel of sorrow, doesn't mean they're actually crying for you. Mm -hmm. They would be supporting you. Yeah. They would be giving you that love but they don't know what it is to lose right they never had somebody die yeah they never had pain from a surgery or gave birth to a child yeah but they've stood alongside of you so they could feel that pull of your love like you needing that extra love yeah. but that's you know that extent of that your guardian angel um, from what I was taught, you have one that's that's given to you from birth, almost like your spirit guide, but it's an angelic hmm. being that is with you, that watches you when you drive and everything yeah. else. Yeah. <clears throat> and this doesn't always have to be an archangel? No. Okay. Archangels are separate. Okay. So Okay, so your, your archangel can't be your personal angel. Is that some, some people say it. Okay. I haven't been able to confirm it, so I'll stay neutral. Yeah. Usually... Like, why would you, if you can have 20 people watching over you and assist you on your life, why would you shortchange it and put right. two in one? I'd rather have my archangels flow back and forth as I need them, and yeah. Michael can always chill out, and however, and have my saints, and I want my guardian angel too, so it's almost like a little bit greedy. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, if I'm allowed I'm, well, that, I'd rather have it. this is think, like, I want to go right and sit <laughs> and go, okay, who's not being utilized? Raise your hand and let, and let, tell funny, me your name. But you have your ancestors. Like, I've had people yeah. come to me like, oh, okay, Tina, well, I don't have any dead loved ones, so just tell me what spirit has to say, what's going on in my life. And I'm like, so are you from another galaxy? Like, were you just right. hatched here? Did somebody just come right. and drop you what down? You like, which UFO did you come from? Uh -huh. Let me talk to them. Right. Because how do you not have any <laughs> past love? Like, right. Someone's like, somewhere. oh, all my relatives are here. Somebody died. Yes. <laughs> I promise you. Yeah. And I'll tell you about them. And then you go look them up. Right. Yeah. Because you weren't hatched. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have asked people, so you don't, you're saying you don't have a mom and dad on that that was in physical form here. Oh, I do. Oh. So you have ancestors. Mm hmm So even though you don't know them, guess what? Yeah. They're still yours. Right. Utilize them. If you have parents who are around, ask them about their, you know, their loved ones who you don't know. I highly recommend that yeah. because if you see signs, it's like, holy crap, that's who's watching. Those people, even if it's a great, great, great uncle, yeah. are still there. Like one of the people that I tuned into, well, from birth was my great grandfather. He died a month before I was born. He died 22 years before my son was born. Oh, wow. And my son has a connection with him. Oh, wow. That's so And neat. could tell you about him before I even got to tell him wow. about him. So. It's interesting, but another person I was connected to is my grandmother's uh, paternal grandmother. Mm. And, you know, her dad's, uh, because she actually had the same abilities as me. Yeah. And there's a lot of things very similar between her and I. Yeah. But I always had some sort of 
like knowledge of her and connection with her. And I never like it would she died right after my mother was born. So I would have never met her. So it was all interesting as to like, I don't mind utilizing them. You know, like now I'm married to Jerry for all these years. His parents are part of my people. So yeah. I'll call on my father-in-law and I'll be like, and, and I'll be like, okay, Joe, what's up? Like, you know, our dad vastly depends on my mood, you know, yeah. you know, help me with this. Like, why not use that? Like, why I not felt, have an army? Yeah, I was like, I felt, um, I felt uh, Victor's uh, grandmother who's passed before. Um, she passed maybe last year. But it's funny, she'll come through every now and then. And it's usually when I'm cleaning the house. <laughs> she'll tell me I missed a spot or I'm not doing it good enough. <laughs> so that, that, that's been funny because I've wondered that too when you get married or things like that. Like, can, can you have a connection with the person you married? Because now that is truly your family. Um, so she's definitely come through. So that was kind of cool to know her in real life and then be able to kind of connect with her and pass along some messages to her daughter, which is my mother-in-law and stuff. Cause we, my mother-in-law would come to visit and we were just like sitting in the truck one day waiting to, um, we would eat out a lot with, with the grandmother. And so we were just sitting in the truck, like waiting to, for her name to be called for the next table. And I just felt her in there in the back seat waiting. And she was just like, this is what we always do. We just wait for food we're going to have a good day. And I just told my mother-in-law that and she started crying a little bit. And it was just cool to see that connection come through even for, yeah, a, a family you're married into maybe. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go a step further and exes, their family, oh. like my ex-husband, his uncle Angelo, mm. he will come up uh, for me um, now that like he, he just had another uncle pass away who I was, uh, close to Johnny. Mm -hmm. So I've seen him a couple times, yeah. you know, and I, and I chuckle, especially if they tell me a secret about my son mm -hmm. who they don't know. <laughs> right. Cause well, they just didn't, we were already divorced and my ex-husband didn't have anything really to do with my son. So they missed out on him, Yeah. but they knew him as an infant. Yeah. So it's, it's funny, you know, um, how it pops up, but I never met my ex-husband's maternal grandmother. Okay. And every once in a while, she'll pop up, but she's the first one in their family that I saw as a spirit when oh, I was 19. Wow. So, because I was cooking with my ex-mother-in-law, and she came in the kitchen as a spirit, mm -hmm. and it actually spooked my ex-mother-in-law. That's a whole nother series. <laughs> but um, but it's, it's funny. So, even though I'm not with my ex-husband anymore, yeah. his family who I bonded with, whether spiritually or not, right. they're still part of my thing. Just because we're divorced mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they divorced me. Yeah. The yeah. other thing is I'll make it even weirder. My husband, Jerry, his ex-father-in-law who's deceased, Otis comes and visits. Oh, wow. So it's, I mean, so talk about, so it's just, you know, I did assist in raising his grandchildren. Yeah. Because, you know, his grandson lived with me and I got to raise him for a long time. Yeah. And I'm raising two of his great-grandchildren now. Mm -hmm. So Otis will just come in whenever he damn well pleases. <laughs> the funniest thing is my husband, Jerry's, his... It's Peggy, I think. Not Peggy. Um, 
his ex-mother-in-law's mom. Okay. Okay. Comes through. Peg. Peg? <laughs> she comes through. And she, I mean, talk about a who, somebody who has no filter, Ooh. no nothing. And if something's going on with the kids that yeah. I need to know, mm. she's kick ass she's and like, don't give a shit. <laughs> it's like, here you go. And actually for um, Jerry's ex-wife's family, that was the first funeral I attended for oh, them. Okay. So I brought their oldest daughter to the funeral and that yeah. was her first funeral there, but I got to go to her funeral. Yeah. So it's like we had a funny bond. Yeah. So, I mean, you never know. Right. But I could end up having like my close friend, Colleen, her brother can come up and bust my chops. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes it's just knowing someone where one of their family members, even as a spirit, helps you. Yeah. So there is not this separation like we have here on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if I divorce somebody or I'm not talking to you or I'm like all that human right. mumbo jumbo. Spirit's not doing that. It's like, no, I resonate with you. So yeah. I'll assist you with that. Yeah. And if you think of that person, great. It, it could be an ex. I have people who... Um, clients who come to me whose exes, like somebody they dated in high school, keeps on, I jokingly say, haunting their dreams. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, why is this person coming through? Well, because they want you to know their true feelings. Yeah. Like, this is what's going on so that you come to a peace. Right. You know, right. and it's just, it's interesting, you know, so it doesn't matter when the person passed or the relationship. Yeah. If that spirit wants to be a part of your circle. Right. It will be. Yeah. Because in in the essence, when it gets down to the bottom of it, whether you're an angel, archangel, saint, poodle, bear, <laughs> whatever, you know, mermaid, fairy, yeah, any energy, we're all of the same light. Mm. Yeah. And we all come from one creator. Yeah. And so that's how we're able to connect. That's cool. And so, and it's just learning that. Yeah. And it's learning what's yours compared to something that's just popping in a visit mm-hmm. um, for a moment or that it's always there. And if you want Archangel Michael to be with you all the time, because I know somebody's going to say something, he, fine, he's with you all the time. Yeah. That's just, that's your comfort and you might need that. Yeah, right. But me, I like the the. She wants the whole team. I want, I want everybody. <laughs> that's everybody. Right. Everybody I'll take, on the field. <laughs> I, I'll have my, my whole... <laughs> battlefield all set up with exactly. here i believe me i think i need it sometimes yeah me too i'm like i'm gonna start giving uh, uh action orders more <laughs> and honestly you should yeah. people don't realize how often you should talk to them yeah. i remember when my mom died uh my grandmother's best friend uh which i call her aunt nancy yeah. uh, now she's deceased but she had said to me now don't re- don't forget that old wives tale now that your mom died, you have every right to ask her on her birthday, on her death day, and on your birthday for a gift. I ask her all the time. I don't just do it on those days, but I ask for special things then. Okay. And I ask of her. I can actually ask them all, but usually her and my great-grandfather, I'll ask for stuff. But, I mean, I haven't asked for a million dollars or a Maserati yet, (laughs) but I have said, like, oh, we were moving. Can you show me the direction? Mm. Okay. You know, can you help us find the ideal house? Yeah. Or like that. But I didn't have to wait for a birthday or a death day and be limited right. to that. 
I just put them to work. It's like, shit, I'm looking for a job. Get moving. Yeah. Or need money for this. Show me the money. Okay. You know, I want a good lender for my home. Bring that person through. Yeah. You know. Right. And put it out there. I mean, think about the construction workers. No offense to any of you who are just standing there sipping on their soda or their coffee, smoking a cigarette. Why? One guy's shoveling and 10 of you are just standing there. Yeah. That's what you are doing. To your guides. To your guides, to your angels, to your family. Yeah. You have like a hundred of them standing there while one's doing the work. Right. And they were like, well, no one asked me to do anything yet. (laughs) Now, do they really help you in different ways they do? Yeah. But that's another topic we'll have. (laughs) We're just getting into the nitty gritty. (laughs) But that's just a little synopsis so that you have a bit of an understanding of who's over there. And like I said, that's... (laughs) like spirit almost 101 in a sense yeah and we'll have another topic about that but this gave us a start and i hope it answered some of you who had emailed in some questions to us now for those of you who haven't yet and have questions you can email us at tina vesley at aol.com and we welcome suggestions and questions and you never know when we uh, do a talk time or one of the other podcasts you can also visit the website at www.tinavesley.com. Um, please remember to like and subscribe um, to the channel so that you get to see what else we're going to talk about next. Um, but I want to thank Sarah for being here Thanks. and enjoying in that conversation. Can't wait to see what pops up and we'll have to talk about spirit guides a little bit oh, more yeah. on another day. <laughs> I got more questions. <laughs> but thank you all for allowing us to be part of your journey. And thank you for allowing me to share in my journey. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.